Well, the television streaming service Neon has announced it's increasing the price of its subscriptions next year, but it's not stopping there. It is also going to introduce some ads. Now, the service's owner, Sky TV, says the move is necessary to keep sourcing new content for the platform, but how will Neon stack up against its competitors? And how might consumers react? Tech commentator Paul Spain is with us now. Hi, Paul. Good morning, Karen. Let's talk about the ads first. A little bit new in the sense that you're paying for the streaming service, but also getting ads now. That's different, say, than uh, TVNZ's On Demand or 3 Now, which is obviously more of a sort of a free-to-air model. The ads, you know you. That's just part and parcel, isn't it? Is this going to be significant for Neon? Uh, look, the, the ads in their entirety are coming in on their uh, basic plan, which was only introduced uh, last year. So I'm not sure you know, what the, their percentage of subscribers are on that plan. Um, but yeah, even on, the, even on their standard uh, plan, uh, when you pause anything you're watching, you're going to get ads at that time whilst there's that price increase. So yeah, I think that'll, that'll probably upset a few people for sure. That's interesting. So the ad on the standard plan, a pause if you watch. That's not the end of the world, is it? Uh, you know, people will probably be fairly tolerant of that. But uh, but uh, what about ads before and after programs or, you know, slowing you down? Yeah, that is more the basic plan, which, which is not, uh, you know, an HD uh, video plan. And, there's you know, my, my pick is those that are certainly... You know, watching, uh, you know, on their on their main TV are probably likely to be on that higher plan at at this point. Um, and look, we do see a precedent. Uh, you know, Hulu in the states started doing this 15 years ago with their uh, their lowest plan uh, has always been uh, or virtually always been ad supported. I think since uh, 2008. Uh, so there is a little bit of following of some of the international trends. And of course, we know Netflix have been doing this in other markets. Uh, such as Australia, although it's significantly cheaper for the ad-supported uh, Netflix. I think it's around um, eight New Zealand dollars if if you were uh, on that in Australia, but it hasn't been offered here yet. Hey, this is just such an incredibly uh, competitive space now. Just looking at the uh, the Flix.co.nz uh, website, and they're listing all the streamers, and they've got about thirteen or fourteen. I mean, in New Zealand now. I mean, it's it's becoming very complicated, isn't it? It is, and, and what that leads to is people turning on and off different services. So, you know, if Sky, um, you know, make a wrong wrong move, then you know, likely they're going to lose some subscribers who, you know, maybe uh, you know uh, are using multiple services and say, well, well, we'll turn that one off for a little while, and that's the that's the convenience uh, that most people have, uh, unless you're you're saving by signing up for uh, the annual plan. The interesting aspect too is is the justification for the price increases in the ads is finding content and what all those competitors suggest is that it is incredibly difficult to get the big shows now. Ne- uh, Neon's done pretty well. I mean Sky with HBO has been pretty good with the likes of Game of Thrones and Yellowstone but the writer's strike and that competition is going to make it difficult. Yeah, look, look, it it has been a difficult uh, time for them, and uh, you know, Sky's uh, you know profit took an eighteen uh, percent you know hit in their, their last annual financial results. 
so, you know, it, it is a bit of a, a balancing act for them in terms of, you know, what are the things that they do to you know, increase revenue and, and keep their uh, shareholders happy whilst uh, not, uh, not you know, losing all their, their, their customers. And uh, my pick is they've, they've probably landed about right with this, um, you know, this particular change, although certainly, you know, some will, will be upset. The the sport element too, they've obviously increased the price for their online sport offering as well as the uh, set-top box as well. Uh, what sort of crossover do you see between the customers that are that are big sports fans but also wanting perhaps Soho and Arts? Is there much of a crossover there? Um, look, there, I mean, there, there's, there certainly is a, a, a crossover. Um, I, you know, I think kind of what they've been doing is, is getting us trained into you know, this expectation of, of very regular, uh, you know, price increases. And, you know, when it comes to sport, uh, you have, you know, ultimately that, that, that choice between, you know, subscribing um, or getting inferior options. And, and piracy is part of that. And we see that on the entertainment, the TV and movie side. And, you know, if streamers increase their prices uh, too much, then that's where we would expect to see an increase to people pirating uh, content, which you know became common there for you know for for a number of years when it was much harder uh, to get content uh, in in New Zealand when we didn't have the the Netflix and, and neon type choices. Mm. Paul, thank you very much. Uh, Paul Spain, tech commentator.